Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I am your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty well, Chris. I'm exhausted. I feel like I've been I feel like these past two days have been felt like four. I don't know about you. Like a slow start to the week. Yeah. Say that. It was a I long one. It might be like the hangover of like just watching sports all weekend, honestly. <laughs> I didn't really do much else. Um and you get to, to Monday and it's tough. It's tough to, to rebound from that, honestly. But we made it. We made it to Tuesday. We're back on a Tuesday. We haven't been on a Tuesday in a while because we've had a couple uh, South Carolina home games I've had to attend. Um, so, luckily, I don't. there's none. We're playing at Tennessee this week. That in the college corner. Then back, we're back to Wednesday next week. I got, we got Old Miss coming to town. So We have a Tuesday game, too, so that yeah. works out perfectly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but today, we're going to start off with the NFC and AFC championship games. We're going to review our wise picks. Uh, the main picks went one and one. Two games, we'll take it. We, we, That's we, right. could, have, we could have We're had pretty it. close on the second yeah, one, too. I was going to say, we could have had the second one uh, multiple times. Um, it's garbage time. Yeah. Yeah, it was garbage time cover, which is funny because there should have been no business of them covering at all. But, yes, right. <laughs> um, I guess we'll get to that soon. We'll start with the AFC Championship game, chronological order. It it was all this. I don't know. It was like it felt like with all the Ravens fans that you and I both know, all the people that we know online, and it just seemed like this accumulation of hype and and just like a little bit of nervousness. It seemed like in the back, it, it was a lot of overcompensating mm. before the game, of just like. Or how good and then fights on Twitter, hype videos. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, and it it boiled down into this utter collapse of the Baltimore Ravens. That we, I, I mean, when we were talking about the Ravens going into the postseason, we saw we said that they had to overcome exactly games like this, and in the biggest game of the season, they completely threw away their whole game plan they've used successfully all year. They got down in the first and I mean, or down in the second. And after they got down, they lost complete control of their own game plan. Um, it was honestly like it was that like that second half shouldn't have even been played. The Ravens looked like they were wanted the, the game to be over at halftime. Yeah. I mean, with that being said, though, they didn't give up a single point in the second half. So it felt like a game where they had so many things that went wrong in the first half and to still only be down 10 going into halftime that they had a real shot in this game if their defense could, could hold down the fort, which they did. Because it looked like after the first two drives that they were going to lose the game because they couldn't stop Mahomes. And no one can. So it's like, like if you're going to go down like that, then, you know, what do you do other than just tip your cap? But they made adjustments. after. Really, it was after the first two drives because they got the stop on fourth down. After that stop, next drive, I thought they go down here and score and we're looking at a Ravens. Oh, it could have been a Ravens. Like that, they had the momentum harnessed right there, right in that fourth down hmm. stop. And never 
was able to to use the the power of momentum with that. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like they had, they just kept getting stops on defense, and it felt like every time they got the ball back, it was like, okay, like this is the drive where we need to go put up points. And every time something went wrong, it was either three and out or a fumble or an interception or penalties. It was just like everything that could have gone wrong on that side of the ball went wrong. But I think the heart of the issue was they ran the ball, what, like six times with their running backs? Yeah, six times together with their running backs. It was unbelievable. Their, Their rushing attack all year had, if you look at all their game logs, they averaged like over 20 carries for the running backs combined minimum um, every game this season. And they completely went away from that game plan. They, they relied on their wide receivers that, you know, we were talking about how they had, Zay Flowers had a great game. He had that costly fumble that um, helped them, helped the Chiefs big time. And it, but they don't have the other playmakers. You know, Odell Beckham was nothing out there. El Nelson Aguilar got his one catch for 40 yards. Um, yeah, they and, had another drop. Yeah, and they couldn't they couldn't get likely going. They had nothing out of Mark Andrews. Um, so I don't know why. It was almost like Andrews was out there as a decoy. Yeah. I think he had had at least one catch, but he had two. But uh, it was they weren't anything big, and it just it didn't make a lot of sense because they weren't out of this game. They weren't. They were. They they had the opportunity to run the ball the whole second half, and. They just chose to never do it. And they Lamar was under distress the whole time. Um, yeah, we haven't even gotten to, like, the defensive penalties that, it, that screwed them earlier. Like, there was so much well, that's stuff got, like the Ravens completely. This is the second game in a row where it feels like Mahomes is getting all this credit. And for two drives, he looked like playoff Mahomes, and they were unstoppable. And then it disappeared in the second half. Like the they had the one drive to put the game away, but other than that, they didn't score another point. Like this is the Ravens' defense lived up to to their hype. Yeah, and they came out and like they bounced back when things were going horribly, and the offense was putting them in bad spots because they were giving up these long drives, and then the offense would come out and go three and out, and then they're right back on the field. But they were able to they were resilient, and they they bounced back and. Like consistently, we're getting stops, and it didn't matter. the The Chiefs, when you look at it, they they had three players on offense: Mahomes, Kelsey, and Rice. Rice was barely even used. I know he had eight catches, but he wasn't like it's not like he had a hundred something yards. Um, Travis Kelsey, I mean, I think he had eleven catches by middle of the third quarter. Yeah, that maybe was... <laughs> I know he had ten at halftime. He had like a hundred yards at halftime. <laughs> yeah, so. That Some of that. them were unbelievable too. Like the the touchdown catch that he had was one of the better catches I've seen a tight end make. Mm-hmm. And then the other one where Mahomes like had to lob it up to him on that third down, and he had to go dive and make a play on it was pretty incredible too. For a guy who's looked like slow and like he wants to retire this season, I think he's fine. <laughs> these these are the type of the, the the AFC Championship, the Super Bowl, the playoff games. These are the types of games that you need. Your even your older guys who are getting slow and getting like this is when the Porsche comes out of the garage. You know, this is there's mm-hmm. no 
There's no nothing like there's no they're 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 not saving Travis Kelsey for anything else. This is the games that they're saving him for. Um and you're right, Mahomes I mean he as you said, Mahomes didn't have a spectacular game, but he also missed nine passes and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um they they couldn't get anything on the rushing attack. Um and but they kept but like, they kept they running kept going to it. Yeah. And yeah. it it was the complete opposite of what the Ravens were doing, and it didn't make like, how do you view that on the other sideline and be like, ah, I mean, if they're they're running the ball at 2.8 yards a carry uh, and we're running at, like, 8 yards a carry, how about we stop running the ball? Well, at least, like, at least it's a threat. Mm-hmm. Like, at least you, you don't know that they're throwing the ball every single down. And, like, they were getting stops on Pacheco, but, like, they were ready for it. They couldn't just sit back and defend the pass the whole game. And I guess to talk is about what like Chiefs could do. I also I like made Lamar's life a living hell. I know I'm sure Ravens fans have a bunch of screenshots of pass interferences that never got called, but the shots on Mahomes, uh, the the hit by um, Clowney hit him right in the helmet. Like they're gonna call that ten times mm-hmm. out of ten. It doesn't like that that one. They're calling that shit on Justin Fields. Like they're even calling that on the quarterbacks that don't get any calls. <laughs> um, if you hit him in the helmet and the helmet moves, no matter what, they're right. calling the pass yeah. interference call. Um, yeah, it, there was definitely some ref ball, but there were no. The only one that I like actually disagreed with was the Van Noy penalty. I thought that one was a. Little that's bit another ridiculous. one though. Why he's all right? Van Noy is a a two time Super Bowl champion who's been there. Why is he getting into the huddle when Travis Kelsey's talking shit and knocking it? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You're you're asking. I you, I just thought that that was kind of a soft call. It was a soft call, but you're asked, you're giving the NFL an excuse to favor their biggest market with the biggest celebrity mm-hmm. in the world to throw a flag on. Like you, you give them, like same with the taunting penalty. Call it as soft as you want. Why are you doing that? That was not soft. That was a. Penalty. What are you doing? Like what? That like, was a pretty egregious taunting. He shoved him. He shoved him back on the ground. Yeah, and then stood over him. Like these are things that I'm sure at the beginning of the season, and I think Tony Romo was saying it. Like they go and they sell them. They tell them like these are the things that you can and cannot do. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like I, I don't. They they also close lines, Mahomes. Travis uh, Johnson, I think his name is Travis Jones. Yeah, none of the roughing the passers I thought were bad. Yeah, completely close lined them. Um, that was a hilarious play. I mean, like it's funny. It's almost like surprised it doesn't happen three times a game. Some guy accidentally close lines mm-hmm. him. But um Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> the other funny one was the offsides at the end of the game that they called a personal foul. That's for Quan Smith. Like they were jumping off sides on purpose to give him a first and ten rather than the first and oh, five. Oh yeah. <laughs> but he just plowed the guard into the ground. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, and that was just like the icing on top. It was like, man, they just could not do anything right. That that was and really stuff the like theme that that loses you, that like costs you a chance at the Super Bowl. And the other thing, like when you're facing the Chiefs and the and Mahomes, who've been there, and you can give it all you want about like the reason why he's always there and the reason why he's so hard to beat is because he does not make mistakes. Yes. Lamar makes mistakes. He made a couple in this game. Um, he had a fumble and an interception. And he also couldn't get anything in the passing game. Mahomes finds a way past 
the good defense and the scheme and makes it work. And then the coaching staff doesn't allow, like, they didn't score a point in the second half, but it didn't matter. They knew the Ravens' offense really wasn't going to get anything done. And, um, you know, I'm sure they didn't score points, not not by design, but it wasn't a, necess- it wasn't a necessity for them to score. Yeah, I mean, if they're like if the Ravens tied this game up with two minutes left, and Mahomes gets the ball back, I'm sure he goes down. Drives right down. We and we've said that like this probably doesn't mean anything, but we we've, we've said this with the Chiefs before that it almost seems like they don't try until they really need. To. This was a perfect and example of it. Like in this game, they get up two scores, and it's like, all right, well, our defense is flying around. They're not going to put us in a bad spot. So <laughs> you know, there's also been there, there's also got to be something. We got to look at teams next year in the playoffs who are the one seed, and the Ravens haven't been down a game in like two years. Like all like like they haven't been down in a game, yeah, uh, like yeah. a lot, and won the game, and uh, it, it within the past couple. Like if they get down two scores, which is sad because it's something we talked about. Earlier with like these playoff, um, these things that we think about with Lamar, and we want to try to reverse the narrative, but then here the narrative comes again, and you get down two scores, and it's complete and utter dog shit coming out of the field. Like you can't have a game plan, and then all of a sudden the game plan gets thrown away after you're down fourteen, down ten. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I never I. <sighs> I don't know what the defense for it is. I don't know either. And they're, all the Ravens fans are worried about losing their offensive coordinator. He's staying, pal. That's a that's like a Dan <laughs> Quinn resume. Like you, you cancel yeah, the interviews. Yeah, that was after a Dan that. Quinn game. Like you, you cancel the interviews after. <laughs> I don't that. think I don't think anyone's interviewing him. I don't know. I, I heard they're worried about McDonald. Yes, which we'll get to when we talk about. There's been a little yeah. bit of coaching news. Um. Any final thoughts on this game? But yeah, you're right. Like about the narrative. I mean, I honestly felt bad for Lamar because I have, I have flipped on him in the past year or so. And it, you're right. It's like I don't think this, this game's on year. him though. Like I don't think specifically I don't think it's the all game. on him. Yeah, I don't think he did not play well. No. And you had two turnovers in the end zone. Which, like I said earlier, like those mistakes are things that cost you a chance at the Super Bowl. Those were the two plays that, like, you had them. You had them on the ropes. The Zay Flowers fumble in the end zone, like, the room that I was watching in just went silent. Yep. After that play. Because they knew the intercept, like, they, knew they weren't going to get those mistakes. Yeah, you knew that they, they weren't going to get those mistakes when it comes. Yeah. It, those, those are things that it, it just can't happen in a game of that magnitude. And, like, it sucks that it did because, you know, a fumble like that, while it's it's a great play on defense and you probably shouldn't have been reaching the ball out, like, those plays are kind of fluky, right? I thought it was a touchdown the until, the, the until, the end, until the replay. Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Like, it's definitely a, they cross the plane. And then you watch yeah, the And replay. then you see the replay. And... Yeah, and just like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And things like that just kept happening. Like, those were the two big ones, but... Just play after play that it's like, how are we letting these things happen in a game this big? Like, they could have made half the mistakes that they did and won this game. 
going because just because it's I know it's a topic that people talk about. And we didn't talk about it last week when it reared its head. Like when you fumble when you fumble out of the end zone like that. That's like that's why it's a touchback. People always get mad. Like, why is it a touchback when he fumbles out of the end zone? Because when you fumble in the end zone, it's a touchback. Like, why would it be any different? That was a per like he fumbled directly in the end zone. It landed right in the end zone, and the Chiefs recovered the touchback. What's the difference between that and it going? Yeah. Well, because they don't recover it. But you're giving it up. Right, but like when there's a fumble and they review it, there has to be a clear recovery. That's why people don't like the rule. And I'm still split. Like, I still can't decide if I. If I like that rule or not, I don't hate it like some people do. I'm, and then I saw like <laughs> I you love it, but then like Matthew Barry is like, it should be the Chiefs ball at the one. And I'm like, yeah. Wow. How does that? What? what? Yeah. Like, what do we do? What logic are we doing here? Chiefs ball at one. Like, like if yeah, that it doesn't make any sense. Like but, on a punt, if the ball goes into the end zone, it's yeah, it's, it's a twenty back. Yeah. If you catch it at the one, you get it at the one. Yeah. yeah I so, I don't know. I guess those, like, those two plays aren't similar, but same rules for... Same concept. ...to the ball, I guess. Oh, and I was like, the other day I was saying, like, well, any other spot on the field, if you fumble out of bounds, it's still your ball. And then somebody was like, well, it's the end zone, and the rules are different in the end zone, like, for any other play. And I was like, well, that's fair. I don't know. It's. I don't think it's worth our time to discuss. I think we've talked about this rule before too. <laughs> yeah, I think we have. Um, but it didn't even happen. Like that's not what happened. They were yeah, I know. Fumble. I know. <laughs> that's why, like, when I saw people arguing about, it, I was like, "What are we doing here?" <laughs> yeah, no, this isn't even the same rule. It's like, not. Yeah. Even, it's not but, the play in question. Like, no. no one, no one is upset except for Matthew Barry, <laughs> the Chiefs time at the twenty. Which I love Matthew Barry, by the way, but. Yeah, he is our king. We Not we don't want to have any disrespect. Yes. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's go on to the later game, the NFC Championship. I I will say this is the first game won by in the playoffs this year won by a starting quarterback who was thrown an interception. The only game. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um. So that is pretty crazy. This store, this did game. Did you know that he was the last pick in the draft? I did know that, actually. <laughs> um, this game was highlighted by the 24 to 7 halftime lead by the Detroit Lions, blown almost immediately in the second half um, by, by seven. I think it was at eight minutes. Yeah, it was. So, forgive me if I'm wrong. It's late in the second half. They get the touchdown. And then they open up the next drive. Brock Purdy throws that interception that bounces off the guy's helmet. And then Ayuk catches and runs for a touchdown. And then, boom, they're on a roll. Right. But before that, the Lions had a fourth and three. Mm-hmm. The, the 28-yard line of the 49ers. I think so, yeah. Up 14 points. And decided to go for it and didn't get it. Josh Jones dropped the pass. That was the first of That's right. costly mistakes. First domino to fall. Yeah. And then the IU play. Also, wait, which wait, I like but, I agree with 
Before we move on to, from that play, I will say um, I hyped up Josh Reynolds way too much on the pod. I feel bad. All those drops, I feel, every time he dropped it, I was just like, man, I had to mention him on the pod. I had to say something and <laughs> how I like Josh Reynolds. Um, yep. But go ahead. You are saying? Like that, the, the Ayuk play is what would haunt me more than the decision. Oh, yeah. To go for it. Um. I would have I would have kicked a field goal there. And we can we can debate these fourth down decisions in a minute. But that play, like I mean, what do you like that just sucked. There's not it's and there were a couple fluky plays like that. The one like the pass the use check that like Purdy somehow didn't go down and just like flipped it up in the air and the full back makes like a toe tap catch on the sideline. Oh, that was incredible. Like it it, <laughs> it was another game where Everything that could have gone wrong just started going wrong. And it started with that, like, off of the helmet. Which, like, you could say that should have been a pick. It was a tough play. But, like, even if it's just an incompletion, oh, I don't know what down it was. The game. Yeah, I don't know what down it was, but, but it does completely change. They had it at the one or two, and then, boom, touchdown. It's like, holy crap. Then you could feel it. Like, if I, I was a Lions fan, like, you'd be able to feel it in yourself. You felt it watching TV. But like, no. you, you felt... The yeah. the air gets sucked out of the the Lions team really, and anyone this is a great 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 weekend for momentum. Momentum won this weekend for sure, and the 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 fourth down decisions that we will we'll get to because we'll cover all of them in a second. But the that one it just that first domino of not getting the three points, it just built. It's like a snowball. It just built down the mountain, leading to all these things happening. Um, but then still, you're up seven, and then you fumble on, like, the second play. Yeah, that was... After that touchdown. Yeah. Like, you could have you put together a nice drive there, and even if you don't score points, like, you took some more time off the clock, you shortened the game more, you're still up a touchdown, and, like, you give them not great field position. Instead, they fumbled on the first play from scrimmage. And then, that, at that point, the game was over. Like, once they tied the game, it was over. Yeah. Yeah, because you knew the Niners. It was it was honestly the opposite of exactly what we said on on two, uh, Friday. Because we said mm-hmm. if the Lions got up, you know, the Niners, we, we hadn't seen them come back from a – it's kind of what we thought about the Ravens, where we hadn't seen them come back after a lead. and um, Right. We didn't think that they were going to be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, and everything that we said the Lions needed to do to win that game, they did. Yeah. And then it just can, completely can, fell apart. They controlled the running game. Uh, their offensive line, the first three series, were incredible. Um, really just pushing back everyone. And, yeah, they, they, they just couldn't keep up. Once it turned into Jared Goff has to win you the game at the end, um, mm-hmm. they crumbled. And it... Like I don't, but I don't it just it Goff. never should have gotten to that point. No, no, it never should have gotten. Um, all right. What are the other fourth down decisions? So he went, he went for it on fourth and three at the Niners twenty-three. Doesn't kick a field goal, misses. Um, they were this. So to set the stage, it was there were seven minutes left in the third quarter, and they were up by two touchdowns. It's fourth and two from the twenty-eight. And they went for it. And the play worked. Yeah, he just has to catch defense. it. And the ball was dropped. Um, 
But yeah, next drive, you have that ridiculous Ayuk play. Um, and then Ayuk scores a touchdown. And then eventually San Francisco goes up 27-24. Lions have the ball with 7.30 left. And it's at the 49ers 30. And they have a fourth and three. They go for it again. And that play was not close to working. What was that, that was play just again? The horrible play. It was when he was trying to throw to Amon Ra, and it was like ten yards short. I think he was under pressure. Yeah, I remember that. Um. So yeah, so they were on the thirty-yard line there. Could have kicked a field goal. That puts them. That would have put him up what? Seventeen. I would have tied it. No, would have tied it. Oh, the first one. Yeah, they would have been up seventeen with seven minutes in the third. These are like and it's not. It's also not a guarantee that he makes it. No, it's, they had it's the money badger. I was gonna say the money badger was their kicker. He wasn't. They they clearly didn't trust him, or else they would have gone for it on one of these. Yeah. Um, I I saw some of his like stats for like from fifty yards. He's there. He's not very good. Like there's there's ways to justify his decisions. Um, but the one <laughs> egregious one was to tie not to tie the game to be down. By three in the fourth. They're on the third and goal. And they have three timeouts left. And they run the ball to <laughs> they have to waste a timeout. They then get the touchdown on fourth down to ruin our cover. Um, yep. <laughs> I was so mad at that whole play, like that whole thing. Cause Tony or the, yeah. the announcers are saying, like, you know, they really shouldn't run the ball here. Like they have a they have these three timeouts they got to save. Basically, you got an onside kick if you run the ball here, and that's 4% chance of happening. Um, yeah. And they, they get it in the next, the next play. They have to waste the timeout. And then the game's over. They, had no, they, they, they weren't going to get the onside kick. Um, and Niners get the ball back, kneel it out, and it's over. I was so mad. Yeah, no, that was that was ridiculous. So there, I see some like defenses. Some people were like, "Well, everyone thinks you're going to pass there, so running, you know, would would actually no, get... not if I, you get stuffed. You're going to pass because you have to pass. Yeah, and not if you get stuffed, man. That decision you say that afterwards when when the play's successful. You don't say that before the play mm-hmm. or after the play that's unsuccessful and gets stuffed at the one yard line. Um. Uh, it was so sickening. So sickening. Just seeing was, their chances I fumble, could, could, fumble away in my eyes. Yeah. Um, great. I mean, great win by the Niners. They're resilient. We got to gotta give Purdy some credit. Uh, there hasn't been a lot. Yeah, of he played a great Purdy second credit, half. But he played. He, he got. He recovered. Um, was able to. Like, just the fact that he was down. Like, that this whole team was down by this much. And was able to, to keep their head straight. Keep the game plan going. And completely but I feel like they, the that only did. was like the Lions let that happen, right? Like it was a great comeback, but like the Lions let them get back into this game. And like once you get one thing going right, then it's easy to like yeah get momentum up. Yeah, that's true. Like the first drive of the half, they got stopped and they got held to a field goal. Yeah, but they the difference able, is, and Purdy wasn't good on that drive. But the difference is, the Lions let them come back in and gave them the momentum, but they were able to harness the momentum and use it to their abilities. Unlike the Ravens who 
Yes, you can say true. that fourth down stop in the first half, uh, stop the Chiefs, get the ball back. Like, if you're the Niners there in the Super Bowl and you stop the Chiefs, you go and you score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I think that team's able to get it. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's the – I mean, and it does, it does help that he has Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and Ayuk and Kittle and even freaking Juszczyk was wide open on half these plays is what you said. Um, and they have all these weapons, so it's easier to be confident in your weapons. But mm-hmm. the confidence was the key, and the Ravens had zero confidence in that whole game. I mean, maybe if they just, like – Slow down for a second and and like an ISO. <laughs> maybe, maybe like thought about a couple like of their play once. calls. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's true. Like, I guess they do get. I shouldn't like give no credit to the 49ers who just won the NFC. So credit where credit is due. But I this is another situation where I just felt like the Lions lost this game more than the Niners won it. And it's because, like, when you're the worst team, and I think there's a there's a pretty big gap between these two teams, just, like, talent-wise, that, like, you almost had to play a perfect game to win, and you did in the first half. Like, you had them on the ropes. Like, 17 points is a lot of points. Yeah. To still have a whole half of football left where, like, you can build on that lead. And, like, you only need a couple stops on defense. To win that game and they didn't get one <laughs> not one no not one holding them to a field goal was big that's how they came like the Niners the first couple of plays it looked like they were going to go down and score and the game was going to change and then they stopped them and had a chance to get those points right back the fumble is the killer I think like that was the dagger yeah that Jameer Gibbs fumble was the other stuff course. like especially... going for it it's if it worked if the going for it worked like Dan Campbell's the greatest coach in the world, and you know he's got huge nuts, and this is why they're in the Super Bowl now. But because it doesn't work, then he's the worst coach in the world, and he's a moron and a meathead. But like, you can't fumble first play after giving up a touchdown in a championship game. Yeah, and that that w- that really hurt them too because Jameer Gibbs has been so so good for them this year, and he's been so reliable for them this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that. You can't you can't have that happen in an, in an NFC Championship game. No, it's it sucks for them. Yeah, and I felt bad for the Lions and for Dan Campbell. He said to the team afterwards, like he was like, you know, you know how hard this is going to be next year. Like we're not, we might not be in this same scenario. Um, kind of loser talk. Come on, man. Why did he say that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I saw that quote. I was like, what? Yeah, that was weird. It's true. It's it is hard. true, though. Yeah, it is true. It's very hard. But they like it's funny if anyone's positioned to be back here, it's the team that had the best three draft classes in the past three years, and the team has been doing everything correctly. So I think Dan Campbell's given him a little less credit than than he deserves. Of course, it's going to be hard, but uh, they 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 should be next to the Niners come next year in talking about NFC favorites. They gotta, they gotta do something on defense. Yeah, yeah, they need to get some playmakers on defense besides Hutchinson. All right, our parlays did. All right, if we parlayed it, you didn't get anything. 
we went three for four, three for five technically on the Chiefs parlay. The only thing we didn't get was Isaiah Likely in the Chiefs game. Um, oh, that was the only one that didn't Mahomes rushing yards hit. Oh, did it hit? Oh, wait, you might be right. I don't remember, but uh, I remember. No, I know right. MVS hit because I was worried about that one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We went two for four. Well, two for five. You include yeah. the spread. Yeah, if you include five. the spread, we went two for five. Uh, the MVS one was so scary because his first catch was like seven yards, and I was like, "Oh, he's not getting." I know. He's like, he's probably not getting. No, like, yeah, it's due. Um, and I, I remember. It I is funny that he was it. the dagger. Yeah, he was a dagger. He sealed it. Um, I the. Those are those are the best lines to root for. The guys who get like one or two catches. It's that was so our whole parlay. Crushed. I know it's so. It's like likely twenty yards. Mahomes yep. twenty yards. The Zay Flowers touchdown was pretty quick. I was like, all right, like we got to start on this thing. Yeah, I know. And then it 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 went a little downhill from there. Um, the next one we got golf passing. Got golf passing. We got McCord. Yeah, we got Laporta easily. Yeah, their legs. Didn't get Josh Reynolds. Didn't get the Niners to score a foot touchdown on the first drive. Um, ah, oh, that's right. Hutchinson yeah. didn't get a sack, I don't think. Yeah, Hutchinson didn't get a sack, and I don't think Bosa got a sack either. Eesh. Oh, no, Bosa got two. So we had one. Uh, so what we go? One, two, three. Three for five on that one. And if you include the spread in the parlay, three for six. Okay, well, that's not terrible. That's plus one on the yeah. day then. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, and that spread, we sh- that was so garbage. So yeah, that was ridiculous. I was like, first they're gonna blow it. Like I fine, I was fine if they were just gonna win. That's I was too. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's gonna be perfectly fine. Then they had to freaking blow it and then still cover. <laughs> like the Niners were up ten at the end, and I was, I was like, yes, like this is actually perfect scenario. Like let's go. And that, of course, they drive right down the field. All right. Niners, Chiefs, we're going to get, we have two weeks to do this. We're not even going to, I'm not, let's not even sniff it right now. Um, we'll have a whole props episode, too. Yeah, we'll have a whole props episode. Don't even episode. talk about the game. Like, yeah, yeah about the props. That's the my, props that one of my favorite episodes. Iterate color. Oh, yeah. So anthem. Halftime performance. Stuff. Yeah, that, that's, that's the, one of the best episodes of the year, honestly. Um, it is, yeah. <laughs> so we'll get that the Friday before the Super Bowl. And then Tuesday, I guess, before the Super Bowl, we'll talk. Oh, I guess Wednesday. We'll do the. Oh, no. Yeah. We'll have. Back to a game. I was going to. I was thinking that was next week. We have a whole week until. This is next. It's Pro Bowl week, right? Media week? This week is Pro Bowl week. Yeah. So Friday, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, we'll figure it out. There'll be stuff to talk about. Uh, speaking of Pro Bowl, not that anyone needs to know that it went. It's so downhill because everyone knows that. But Gardner Minshew just got in the Pro Bowl today. Um, to he had Mahomes. a good season. He, I think he earned that. I mean, for like for what they were supposed to be, and for Richardson going down, like he had a good season. Sure. I don't know if his numbers will reflect that. But. No, his numbers definitely don't respect that. Win loss wise, yeah. <laughs> his numbers definitely i don't know it's just like yeah. we're really not going to get we're going to get a backup every year to be a pro bowler last year's like huntley yes like these are backup quarterbacks. Yeah. how are these pro bowlers? mac jones isn't it mac jones yeah 
Mac Jones was in it with uh, Lawrence and Mitch Trubisky, I believe. Mitch? Maybe Mitch was the year before. I don't know, but Mitch is made. No, up. yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, Watch a Mitch Trubisky UB Skills Challenge. No, oh, it's, it's like so funny. It's one of the funniest things it's ever. So funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to coaching wise in the NFL. Your dream, the Washington dream of a Super Bowl is over already. Um, ben Johnson is returning to Dramatic. the Lions as their offensive coordinator. Apparently, the teams in running were too worried about his price. But he's returning to the Lions. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a bummer because that's who we all thought that we were going to get. But I'm fine with pretty much anyone else. Like, I'm not, I'm not heartbroken about this. And now I just, like, I just want to know who it's going to be. Like, I want the suspense to be gone. It's been a long time not having a head coach. Um, yeah, I think it's, the like... The odds were so heavily in favor of Johnson, and that's where, like, it was a lock. And then all of a sudden, Schefter comes on yesterday, and he's like, ah, oh, like, it might not be a lock. We're like, whatever, Schefter. <laughs> and then, turns out today, he's going back. But I don't know what happened. It's really strange, because apparently they were on the plane to Detroit. They're interviewing him and Aaron Glenn. And they found out on the plane that he's he was going to go back. So I thought that was strange. From what I saw, it seemed like the teams pulled out on him. But he, like, at, like the information makes it sound like that he was asking too much money. But then he also told the teams that he's pulling out. So I, yeah, don't, I don't know. I were don't, the teams out on him like, or were they out, was he out on them? The one theory is that he said that because he doesn't want it to come out that they are not going to offer him a job. Like, he was the first one to say it, that he's going back. But, like, it could also be that he actually just wants to go back. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't want to be a head coach yet, and he'd rather stay in Detroit where... I mean, he's only 37 years old. He's got plenty of time to be a head coach. Yeah. He knows who his quarterback's going to be. And he knows the he system knows they're going to run. Roster. Yeah, he knows the roster. He knows that they need like yeah. one more. So wide maybe receiver. he maybe he doesn't want a rookie quarterback. Yeah, which is like that's the appeal in Washington is that you get to select your own quarterback, but you might not want that. Oh, so it's like it's very possible that he just decided that he wanted to come back. The, the timing of it is weird, though. That like they were literally coming there. Like he didn't even give him a an interview again. So now, ready? Like you, there is there a couple candidates that the commanders have lined up to be next for the interview? Yeah. So they've is Belichick on the table? Interviewed. No. <laughs> they've interviewed Dan Quinn a couple times. Three too many. Uh, Mike. Yeah. Mike <laughs> McDonald, the Ravens' defensive coordinator. I like that. Anthony Weaver. Who's the Ravens E line and assistant head coach? Bobby Slowick, the Texans offensive coordinator. And there's one that I'm forgetting. I think there's five. Yeah, those seem like the main guys, though. Forgetting. So, 
do you want like do you i mean do you have any preference do you have any care you just want a guy in the fifth that's not dan quinn. or that's uh, not, uh, not dan quinn yeah i was gonna say that's not dan quinn yeah you don't want dan quinn i like i think anthony weaver would be cool he just seems like he's got some swagger to him and he's like a he's like a dan campbell type He's like the assistant head coach, and he's just does a position group, and he's just like remember how last time we were talking about dudes? Yeah, he looks like a guys dude. that aren't necessarily like on like a genius on one side he's of the ball. Jacked. Right? Yeah, right. And he wears yeah, the aviators. Yeah, those are sick. Yeah, yeah, he looks cool. So that's like literally just eye test. I like him. Uh, Mike McDonald apparently is the Sean McVay of defense, so I would be all in on that too. Uh, Slowick is, he's really young and he, like, he's only been a coordinator for one year, but I don't know. Like he worked well with Stroud. So maybe he's, I would like to see, I I would like to see you guys get Mike McDonald because I want to see, there hasn't been a, it seems like there hasn't been a good young defensive minded coach. That's been a successful head coach in a couple of years. Um, and maybe that's something that's why you want. No, I, well, no. And I was thinking like this, I, like if he's really the uh, Sean McVay of defense, then if this guy's not going to be a good head coach, then maybe this is like puts a nail on all defensive coordinators. Yeah. Right. They take it. Um, yeah. I mean, it, everyone assumed that they would go offense. It would just be interesting to see it. another defensive guy get out there and see if it works out for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Well, like who are? Well, Anthony Reaver's defense. Rabel's right? defense. Rabel's. Yeah, he's defense. As is Aaron Glenn is the other guy. But like their defense wasn't that good. Aaron Glenn defense coordinator like, for who? What? Alliance. Oh yeah, no, you don't want that guy. Yeah, I wish that we could retroactively get Raheem Morris. That's kind of who I like. Yeah, that, I, I, after we talked on the pod, I'm all in on Morris. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Like, we'll see. I trust. I trust them to make right call, and I care more about the GM than the head coach. We have the GM. Yeah, and it's it's oh. like you're in a better position than the Pats are because they don't even have a GM still. So at least you have a GM who probably has a plan in mind. I don't know what the plan. Is. I hope so. Plan involves a head coach though, and they don't have one. So it it it's a little bothersome that like they waited this long because presumably they wanted Ben Johnson, and now you're left with less people. But like, there's no one who's already been hired that like, other than Morris, that I really would have wanted. Like I guess Harbaugh, but I don't think that like the fit just wasn't right there. Oh, so, like I'd be just as excited about McDonald's. As I am, as I would have been with Morris, I think. Uh, I think the Seahawks might hire him, though. McDonald. Yeah. They seem more realistic for a Dan. I don't know what's spot. more appealing for him. You would think that. Because, like, he was from there. That was another thing that Schefter kind of called BS on. Yeah, like, Pete is going to be in apparently the front office. You know, unite them. I don't know. But, uh,. I guess we'll see what what happens in Washington. Um, it'll be exciting. Maybe that could be a Friday discussion. I need a, I need a coach by the by the what? Crazy. The end of the week. Yeah, 
Yeah, we need one by Friday. Bad coach. Yeah, and definitely by by the Pro Bowl at least. By Sunday, they definitely need one. All right, let's go on to NBA All Star selection. Um, they they selected the starters of the All Star game. The not everyone, right? Just the starters. Oh, I thought I saw the reserves. The the reserves will be announced on Thursday on TNT. So it looks like the this Thursday. Yeah, so it looks like that'll be this Thursday. Starters. I must have just seen like projected. Like who's in contention for it? Yeah. So. The Eastern Conference All-Star starters. We have Giannis is the captain, Embiid, Tatum, Halliburton, Damian Lillard. And then the Western Conference starters, we have LeBron James as the captain, Kevin Durant, Jokic, Luka, and Shai Shit. Big Hill just out Is there anyone that you don't think deserves to be on? That I don't think should be on there? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, it seems like pretty chalk. Right? Like it's the guys that we always see. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Halliburton made it. That was definitely deserved. I don't know. Are there any like are there any snubs? I don't know. I'm looking at a. I'm looking at some of these, like at some people commented on a Twitter post. Um, a lot, a lot of coming from Jalen Brunson instead of that Damian Lillard yeah, spot. Yeah, I just saw that. Um, I could see that as being a snub. The one that surprises me, and it's only because it's LeBron James, but it's LeBron James. Like, if anyone mm-hmm. who should be in there shouldn't be a starter. And that's not just because he's ha- it's not because he's having a terrible season. It's because he's having just a, you know, he's having a a below below average season. And I feel like Anthony Davis is really the selling point of that team, really the the high point of that team, uh, and has been playing better. So I could have seen that going to someone else. But when LeBron is in the league, I feel like he's going to be a captain for the All Star yes. every single game. So yeah, I mean, he's still like he's averaging twenty five seven and seven. Yeah, so it's like you could still argue for it. Um, and there's still definitely a great appeal in adding LeBron James as your all-star captain. Um, <laughs> I will. I do want to see like Dame compared to some of these other guys. Um, Jalen Brunson. Yeah, Brunson definitely could have made it over him. Mm-hmm. And the Knicks have gotten hot recently too. Yeah, it seems like though. Like, what about Kevin Durant? You have just a name too. Like he's having a fine right but he's not having wait is curry did you say curry i didn't say curry but i saw some people say curry i could see why curry is not an all-star Star. wait name the west again i don't have it pulled up it's lebron katie Jokic, luca shea okay yeah i wouldn't put yeah that's fair Funny, Kevin, guard. Kevin Durant is having like a chase over thirty points. I think it's because the just higher than Curry. The Suns are kind of in a down downward spiral. 
but I didn't know Kevin Durant was averaging 28.3 points a game off his knee. Yeah. That guy's have Yeah, I, he's he's like not going to slow down. Feels like ever. Let's see Kawhi's stats compared to that. Yeah, Kawhi, no, he beats Kawhi. That's right. He, he, I think he uh I think he definitely beats. I mean, there's not it's hard to you got to really nitpick if you want one of these guys out of here. Mm-hmm. All these guys are having a really good season. Um the Brunson thing is definitely the the most like if you're going to argue and really heavily argue for one of them, it should be Brunson. Um mm-hmm. especially yeah. cuz like the Bucks are going to have two all-star starters and they're the they had just had their coach fired and they're the second like I know they're the second best team in the East. <clears throat> Do they really deserve two starters? I don't know. I guess so. Um I feel like when when you're looking at the all-stars though, like you really got to be fantastic to have two starters and give some give some shout out to other teams in the league here. Come on. Yeah, I know. But but it's like it's fan voting, right? 50%. 50% is fan voting. 50% fan is NBA or 25% is NBA players and then 25% is media analysts. Okay. And then the rest is fan. Yeah. I mean there's like there's great players that are left off this list. But they'll still be in the in the All-Star game. Oh yeah. I, and with all the injuries and stuff, there'll be a be a couple guys that make it that we don't even expect. Um <laughs> Yeah, when you look at so player ranks, they had Tyrese Halliburton at one. Media ranked Tyrese Halliburton at one. Um, Wait, seriously? Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton was one across the board for best guard in the East. What's interesting to me is oh, for best guard in the East. Yeah, yeah, yeah best guard. In the East. What's interesting to me is Brunson was ranked three by the players, five by the fans, and two by the media, and Lillard was. So they they tied on average score, so it was I guess it was mm-hmm. like I don't what are, what's the what's the weight there you know like how do they determine who goes was it a coin flip? I I read that fan voting was the tiebreaker. Ah, uh, and that that would make sense. That would make sense here on this. Uh, on this yeah. All right, any guys that like? Nah, I mean Donovan Mitchell doesn't really make it. Even Derek White. Is yeah, I, he was another name that jumped out. But I wouldn't put him over anyone else. I don't think. It was interesting. Don't I think it's interesting that the media rankings for Steph Curry was his lowest. Really? Yeah. So it must the the reporters are seeing uh, seeing past his big highlight season there. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, Those, they're not having a good year, which I'm not sure affects it. Oh yeah, no, they're just yeah. If they were having a better year, he'd be he'd be up there for sure. Okay. Uh, anything else with the NBA? Really? I mean, we talked about it a lot on Friday. We kind of went over some things, especially with the injuries. Um, there hasn't really been that much of an update. So, Wizards have won two in a row. Yeah, for the first time in a long first time, time this year. Yeah, first time in a long time. <laughs> uh, they Maybe won. They beat. The Spurs twice. The Spurs and the Pistons. Nice. Hey, that's you guys were losing. Both on the road. Yeah, yeah, back to back road wins. Revenge games. I will be in the building tomorrow to see the Clippers game. 
I'm sure that'll be <laughs> a biter. <laughs> Where are you sitting? Uh, nosebleeds. Gets worth $12. Nice. Nice. Good to see. Hey, that's 12 bucks to see Harden, Kawhi, Paul exactly. George, uh, Russell Congrats. Westbrook. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, that'll be fun. I hope they keep it close. That'd be, that'd be a great game. Sure, they will not. Yeah, I'm sure they won't either. I already saw the line in there at 13 point underdogs at home. Oh my God. <laughs> Pretty bad. All right. Well, what else we got, right? We got, some, what about Maryland? They play any games that we haven't talked about? Well, on Saturday against Nebraska. Shot like 40% from three. Nice. Jimmy Kaiser had four threes. Jahari Long had three. God, Kaiser. It was pretty shocking. Hopefully that's something that they can build on, and it wasn't just like an outlier. But they have an outside shot at getting back in the tournament. I think they're going to have to go like seven and three the rest of the way, which is possible. Possible. Conference is not that good. And they're only like they play at Wisconsin, which is their only ranked road game, and they get Illinois at home, which is their only other ranked game. So, you got Michigan State Saturday at Michigan State. They win that, and like they're in decent shape. If they lose, right. then they have a lot of work to do. But they're right back in there. Yeah, no games this week. Long wait, long wait for Saturday, but I had their best game of the year by far. Saturday. Last Saturday. Love to hear it. Love to hear that my guy Kaiser's here. Yeah. And we passed South Carolina and Ken. Dude. Actually. Dude, God. <laughs> this Ken Palm crap is ridiculous. We have like eight more wins <laughs> ranked above us. He uh, only four more. Is it? Yeah. We're 13 and 7. Okay. 13 and 8. 13 and 8. You guys are 17 and 3. Yeah. Alright. But still, that's still pretty good. I don't remember what the fuck. Um, the All game, that efficiency. The Gamecocks, after a, a great week, you know, we talked about the Kentucky game. Played Mizzou on Saturday. Uh, it was a huge letdown spot. Huge. At home. That was a huge letdown spot. Um, and it's a classic South Carolina staple. Like, even no matter what the sport, besides women's basketball, of course. Um, and they, they won. So they took care of business against Mizzou. They, they beat, them, beat them pretty handily. They, they came, it came close in the third. Or I always say the third, but it's like the first half of the second half. Um, and, but then they took care of business. They, had a, they, they won the game. What was most impressive, they won the game with Michi Johnson scoring a hero. Um, he went 0 for 9 against Mizzou. And still ended up being plus eight and plus minus. So doing some other stuff, you know. I got some stuff when you can't get the shot down. I love it. Um, yeah, good for him. Big game tonight, six thirty in an hour at Tennessee. I I don't. They're minus fourteen underdogs. I bet on their money line. <laughs> I, you know, a lot of points. I don't have any. Yeah, I think that that spreads. I don't know what the expectations are. I'm not, of course, going to expect us to beat another top five team um, in the mm-hmm. conference. 
I just hope it's competitive. I hope it doesn't end up like Bama, where it's uh, you know, competitive first half and blown out in the second half. Even though I did say I didn't want that. But hopefully they keep competitive. Hopefully they keep it close and prove to everyone that we do deserve to be ranked. I know that was we're literally ranked 26th in the AP Power Poll. Saw that. Um, I like it though. Let the people sleep. The second we have yeah. the second we have a number next like to it our, means nothing. Well, yeah, but it does. Like the second we have a number next to our name, people are out to get us. So, yeah, let's stay. Let's stay as the team who who is who is slept on. I don't mind being twenty six. Is perfect to me. Get the let's get everyone sleeping. Um, I like that mindset. Yeah. So hopefully they take care of business tonight. And Need to keep it close. Yeah, that's really it. Got to keep it close. Got to keep yeah. competitive. Um, huge test though, and Tennessee is under some flack today. Mm-hmm. They've been investigated for a number of sports in their NLI NIL dealings. Apparently, there's been some uh, some shady stuff going on. But that's a shocker. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I don't know what the details are. I don't know what is going to come up of it. But of course, right before South Carolina has to play a big school they have to get in a scandal then great let's have all their guys fired up for this game that's exactly what i want um but yeah i can see the headlines already tennessee after a day of scandals rushed past the south carolina gamecocks in basketball nah it'll be all right they they faced adversity as they cheated yeah just the new michigan yeah exactly they faced adversity as they (laughs) cheated in multiple sports um all right, I think that does it then. Did we cover everything? Yeah, this was a quick one. Yeah, it was a quick one. I mean, we think it's quick. It's still on it. We got two football games. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, still made it an hour, though, so we're right there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, thank you all for listening. We got to figure out a gimmick for Friday, figure out something fun for the audience. We'll be on that this week. We'll see everyone on Friday at 5. I don't see that changing. So it should be Friday at 5. And enjoy your week. Thank you all for listening.